Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Growing up, mm-hmm. what was like a night out? Like what restaurant were you going to at like 10? Tony Roma's. Exa- okay, that's what I want to know. Like to get an appetizer or a dessert was a very, very fancy, fancy thing. <laughs> yeah, Tony yes. Roma's, a place for ribs. But for... Which is such a... Speci- <laughs> it's like a place for ribs, ribs. in case anyone's <laughs> confused or thinks for a second that maybe it's the quarterback from Dallas. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it was all about the like onion block or what, the fried onion thing that you could get. But that was Why like... Why was that? Because remember the Bloomin' Onion started that, I think, at, at Chili's. Outback. Oh, the Outback. Outback. Oh, yeah. And people were like, you go, and hey, it's fucking great. But then there was like this surge of people being like, we got to serve onions. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Give me a giant onion diced. (laughs) Then you grow up and you go, wait, that thing has 1,500 calories? No, I'm sorry. So you're (laughs) telling me this is a week's worth of calories that I'm eating and just this appetizer? We haven't gotten to the steak? (laughs) Yeah, and it's an onion, (laughs) to be honest. What about you? You know, growing up where I lived... We would go to Capri's Italian restaurant. Oh, I don't know that. I think there were three of them in Greenville, South Carolina. We went to the one that's no longer standing on Augusta Road across from the Fiddler, yep. a private bar, which is anything that's a private bar. It's not a strip club, but what a shady thing. <laughs> yes, it is. Anyways, Capri's Italian. That's where we would go to have a nice family dinner. Was that like somebody graduated or... Yes. we they'd, right? have a, they'd have a private room. Mm-hmm. I think they maybe had a couple private rooms. They had a private room that we could get yep. and our whole Scoville clan would yep. fucking pile in there. <laughs> in my memory, and we both have this, yeah. it was so fucking tasty. It was so goddamn oh. good that if I tried it now, I'd be like, this is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll never know and I don't want to know. <laughs> but I, I hold a special place in my heart for the chain restaurants. I know they get a... Once you live in a place where you can get the, like, one-off restaurant and you see what that is... And believe me, those are all over my hometown now. Oh, for sure. But I, you still can't... You still, like... I Right now, if you said we're going to Longhorn or we're going to Outback yeah. or whatever the fuck, 
I've, I just got butterflies just thinking about it. I did too. I don't even know if I'd like the meal, but I'm excited <laughs> to fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, Ruthie and I had the most effortless conversation with our guest today, and uh, he's a fantastic uh, actor. He's a comedian. He's a director and an activist. Uh, you want to get activist in there. I need to step it up a little bit more and get <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, what are in we my, doing? <laughs> in my bio. I'm not doing enough. Yeah. I know that. Uh, he co-directed the fantastic documentary called Meet the Patels, which was all about the pressures of finding love in his first-generation Indian-American family and also has a four-part docuseries on HBO Max called The Pursuit of of happiness, which Ruthie oh. has fully endorsed and gotten behind. If you guys are the listeners who need to hear what Ruthie thinks first, she's already on board. Watch Thumbs it. up from her. Yeah, it's fantastic. I've I've watched it a few times. Um, you know, Robbie travels around the world just figuring out societal norms and how other people live and it's really great. He takes his parents to Mexico and they're so funny and sees how there's an entire community of people living there in, in a retirement community and just what happiness looks like in different places all around the world. That's exactly right. So folks, without further ado, here is our guest today and our, our super fun conversation with Ravi Patel. Rory, aren't you from North Carolina? South Carolina. Yeah, Where, but, uh, but you're from Charlotte. I'm from uh, Greenville. I'm so close. I'm from oh, wow. uh, like hour, hour and a half. And is your, is your family uh, still out there? I do have a lot of family that's still in Greenville. Some is in uh, D.C. Some is in uh, San Jose. We're starting mm -hmm. to spread out now. Okay. Um, the virus has really pushed us apart. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. Not, we're escaping each other. Uh, no, I, have a, I, I still have a lot of family that's still in uh, Greenville. So, Have you thought about, uh, you know, this is a big trend that's happening nationwide, which is people leaving the big cities to go either back home or to secondary cities. I, I think a fatherhood really, really speeds that up. Is, is that something you've considered? I would leave L.A. I don't know that I'd go to Greenville, though. I have been looking at Denver and Nashville. All right, bro. You're in the right place. So, uh, wait, well, hold on, Ruthie. Where are you from? I'm I'm from Los Angeles. I grew up here. So, oh, and so your family's here, and you have no reason to ever leave. My, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of family in Ohio and kind of a, around the country, but my parents live mm -hmm. here, and and my mom lives like 30 minutes away. So, I can't leave. Now, how do you respond? I can't, I can't leave. leave. I'm chained. I'm literally here. chained here. I couldn't even go to. I couldn't uh. even go to college in another state. I wanted to go to NYU. My mom was like, "Absolutely not. I won't even support that. You have to go somewhere in California." And I was like, "Yeah, okay. That's pricey, though. It, so it she's is. Right. She's right. Yeah. yeah. Are you pretty close to your family? I am. Yeah. To, uh, definitely to my mom, especially. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't think we'd be in a hurry to leave LA if we had family here, but. Right. I feel like if you don't have family here, it's it's a difficult place, I think, especially once you get into the kind of parenting phase of life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Roy, we're, we looked at Denver. Okay. Denver was number one on our list. Yeah. And in three or four weeks, we're getting in the car and we're going to Nashville. We rented a place there for six weeks. You're driving to Nashville. <laughs> 
We're driving to Nashville. And by the way, for what it's worth, I think Denver and Nashville are the two most popular ones along. I mean, I think Austin, Austin is kind of like yeah. the one that everyone, but now it's like Denver and I think Denver, Boulder, Nashville are like the two yes. hottest ones. Yes. And then there's other, like we're going to go after Nashville, we're going to go, we're probably going to go rent a place in, in Raleigh or maybe Chapel Hill for a little bit. Okay. And then I think we're going to also check out Charleston. Mm. Charleston's great. But your parents, are they in North Carolina? Yeah. So that's how we settled on the final mix. That's how Denver got eliminated. Because frankly, Denver Boulder would easily be my number one. Yeah. Yes. I was just re-watching Pursuit of Happiness because I love... Did you say re-watching? I was re-watching it. Wow. And also Meet the Patels, which is fantastic. Where I first sure. fell in love with your parents. Well, thank <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and honestly, I fell in love with my parents because of that movie, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I already loved them. But for anyone who's listening, Meet the Patels, the documentary that my sister and I made about my dating life, um, where my parents were setting me up with on these blind dates with Patel girls, that's the same last name as me, right. through this through these thing uh, called the biodata system, which are basically matrimonial resumes that are passed around between <laughs> Patel parents to help match the kids. And so I let my parents finally do that. They've been want- they'd been wanting to. And then in the meantime, there was um, this ex-white girlfriend that I'd never told them about that kind of came back into the picture. That, by the way, is also on HBO Max right now. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in regards to the, you know, what you said about my parents, I think making that movie and, you know, I wish this upon anyone who is in our field when you get to make something, whether it's about yourself or about someone you love, you get to see yourself or those people as characters from like a third party perspective that you don't usually get to in life. And so I got to see my parents as these, you know, heroes with, you know, flaws and strengths and the beginning, middle and end and the appreciation that that gave me for them and then also the movie coming out making it making them mildly like they're really the stars of that thing let's be honest they are and they kind of became these the most amazing kinds of celebrities in the sense that they couldn't give two shits about it but they're also so happy Um, and you know people come up to them in the airport like they like they're their parents and they hug and you know nine times out of ten i'm getting a picture and a text and I'm helping that person with their cousin who's trying to make it in Hollywood, of which course. just gets a little exhausting. <laughs> of course, yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, they're just like the most lovable, happy people. And also just that film opened up a whole new phase of life for my entire family. It, yeah. It changed my career. It changed my sister's career. Um, and it kind of got my parents in this whole new I think it weirdly made my parents more progressive because they got to see themselves as heroes in this story of, of that's about kind of multi-generational yeah. evolution. Yeah. Um and now they're, you know, my if you look at my dad's Facebook profile it says like actor it's oh my god it's so obnoxious I kind of want to bring it up right now but yeah. it says something along the lines of like actter celebrity guest speaker writer like he's doing all these things like, but that, he, is, he is right on that is that yeah. is perfect he is exactly yeah. right to put those those yeah. titles down and for both of sure. them I mean they're getting pursued for I mean I put them in two things last year yeah. I, I got asked about my mom for something yesterday <laughs> turned down the offer <laughs> Playing hardball. Yeah, now, now you're their agent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually am their agent. Are, it's an 
and my actual manager does some stuff for them too. But oh, like, I love that. Yeah. I literally, yeah. When I sit down to look at like what I'm doing work wise, I also consider, okay, like what am I going to do? Like that's kind of my top priority for the next yeah. year. Is like, okay, I got to make a show for my parents because they they really want that. And at this point, yeah. I'm like a soccer mom to them, <laughs> where they've been like, we really want a food show. We want. And I'm like, okay, like <laughs> we'll make that happen. This you year. know, it's so interesting. Uh, the point you just said about you know them being in the movie and then them seeing themselves in the movie, how that sort of uh, led to maybe a more progressive perspective that just opened my eyes to like other people maybe seeing how they fit into a story maybe changes their perspective on yeah. uh, their thinking uh, and how, the, you know, now your parents have seen people really cherish them and love them. That's got to change your brain to be like, oh, I, this is positive energy. This is like, <laughs> this is a good thing. Oh yeah. I mean, dude, you, you hit it on the head. I mean, that's why I, I think making this kind of stuff is such a rush. Like, let's let's be honest. Everything I'm doing is fairly navel-gazing, but, like, I'm in for it. Like, yeah, I love yeah. it. That Once I got out of Meet the Patels, which is a journey that's an inner journey, but also on the outside with the people I care about most – and feeling the juice of that in my life in terms of it's advanced, it's made all of us insanely closer. I used to love my sister, but not necessarily like her. As a result of us having this breaking point and making each other cry, we're now actually best friends. My whole family just sees each other in the way that you just wouldn't be able to unless you went through some sort of an intense experience like this together. Yes. And I saw myself as a character in this thing, to your point, and what it does— is and I think this is the point you're making is when you see yourself as a character in your story or a story, you realize that you are writing the story of your character in life, and yeah. it makes you want to have a better journey. It's almost yeah. I, I can't imagine like one of the things I got asked a lot is I, I still get asked this like oh if you're in it does that create a bias in the story? And I always tell people like yeah it does it's it's why I do it. It makes me want to live a better life. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it's such a uh, in, enlightening perspective. But to to compliment you and and Please, really lay yeah. it out for for people, <laughs> yeah, and I know that you <laughs> you sent us money and you said I need five compliments every <laughs> right. twenty minutes. But uh, it's but my rider, <laughs> just taking the idea of arranged marriages. You know, mm -hmm. I grew up as a straight white male in Greenville, South Carolina. To see it from your perspective, to be like, hey, this is actually something real in my life. I think it's very educational. I know. It's like exactly what Rory's saying is like, you think it's navel gazing and, and sure it is, but it like opens up so much for everybody. And, and I wonder if it showed you a totally different side of your parents where you had a different appreciation for them when you were going through that and finding out just how much they actually knew about you, that maybe you didn't know that. One of the things that my sister and I were really intentional about when we were making the movie was, like, we wanted everyone who trusted us enough to put cameras in front of them to be proud to be in the movie, yeah. which, mean, which meant that in telling the story, there's a lot of ways to edit a scene or to edit a person, as you guys know. Mm -hmm. We wanted to make sure that we were editing it with an intentional bias of love, 
Like what is what is the kind of the it. what yeah. is the most humane version of this character? So so for example, this genre of arranged marriage is actually uh, probably the most uh, overdone, contrived um, thing is in the Indian diaspora. It's been it's something that my sister and I are so or allergic to when we had this idea we're like that's literally the one thing it's a we good would never, way of saying it <laughs> we would never fucking watch because we're sick of it and they're yeah. all fucking terrible and it's kind of the same dynamics it's like oh like i'm a i'm uh someone's son or daughter i have this pressure and those parents are fucking nuts yeah. <laughs> like yeah. they're either awful or they're like clowns right. that's kind of the general way that they tell those stories and truthfully you know we're all clowns as much as we are also wonderful people. So we wanted to really take a, 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 a kind of holistic approach, especially with our parents, knowing that the kind of first instinct for anyone who comes into this premise is going to be like, these guys are fucking nuts. Uh, these guys <laughs> yes. are weird. These guys are backwards. Yes. yes. Um, and we wanted to show people the version of our parents that we saw, which was, we didn't see them as backwards. We just saw them as having a different approach yeah. to um, a goal that we all kind of mutually agreed upon. And so, yeah, I think as a result of that, Ruthie, like, yeah, w I, we probably did get to see sides of them because we had to seek those sides as filmmakers. Mm -hmm. And I also think that it was kind of a great case study it, for ourselves about family and how to reconcile conflict, how to how to set goals together as a unit to discuss them from an aspirational standpoint, but also when needed triage. You know, like I, I, I you guys live in LA. I'm assuming at least one of you goes to couples therapy. Like, <laughs> like you know, but we don't really do that for family that often. And and right. and I think that kind of set the foundation of. You know how do we how do we make this thing the best version of itself moving forward? Um, in regards to the arranged marriage comment, I'm interested, Rory. Like, Ruthie, are you married? No, I'm single. And honestly, when I do, you want to be? Well, then when I'm watching that, I'm like, <laughs> okay, let me I, just get mom on the phone. Yeah, I know. I was like, this sucks. Like, I don't have, I don't have. You know, that's not part of me. Yeah, can you get your mom on the phone? That's not yeah, part of me. We're going to figure we, this we out. Yeah, we do? yeah. <laughs> yes. We're going to figure this out. Help me. <laughs> Let's see if she could. This is amazing. Uh, She's Robbie not is FaceTiming so. his mom right now. I don't know how I'm going to make it so she can I want can her hear. to answer and she's also on a podcast. She's like, <laughs> she's I just like, can't right uh, yeah, now, babe. Yeah, I'm so babe. sorry. Yeah, that would be so amazing <laughs> if babe, she did. Look, I, not, I don't think it's coming through. She's not picking up. This is literally the, by the way, first time ever she hasn't picked up She's on the Today Show yeah. right now. Yeah. She doesn't yeah. have She's time for this. She's live with Kelly and, and Ryan. Well, this is going to bite me in the ass because for the rest of this conversation, I'm going to receive no less than 20 texts. And it's going to go through yeah. a, a, a like the emotional spectrum of these texts. Yes. A, baby, Raja, com, yeah. commas all over the place. They don't even make sense. Yeah. Mom worried. You okay? Yeah. yeah. Are you safe? No. Um, but what, what were you saying about yeah. the arranged marriage you were going to go well, into? To, yeah, uh, I'm curious. So I just recently, a few days ago, I have a, I have a friend of mine who is probably like 47 and, and single. And, you know, I was asking him, you know, if that is a source of pain for him because he's, he's Indian, mm. you know, and I was teeing that up to have to talk to him about it because I was like, you know, 
society has this, puts these expectations on us to be in a relationship and to, to have a family. And I'm not saying those aren't great things, but you know, there's a lot of things about your life that I would kill to have. And also, <laughs> yeah. and he was saying that he really does want to meet someone and get married. And I, and um, I don't remember how we went there, but I was like, you know, it's so funny because I think we all spent so much of our lives trying to get away from the thing that our parents did. But now knowing what I know in marriage and what it takes, like love is truly the the output of the work that you're doing. And if I had to go back and like really in like give some, like what really matters, it's none of that shit that I thought mattered. It actually is like, you just kind of need the basics, like kindness, right. loyalty. You kind of have the same values. None of that other shit, like not funny. Yeah. None of that stuff matters because <laughs> at the end of the day, it's just like, you're like, I was telling my friend, I was like, honestly, dude, I, it's funny. It's almost ironic that I'm going to say this, but I think almost anyone will do. Yeah. <laughs> you can make right. So you your friend, he's forty-seven and single. You said, and I'm, <laughs> um, I'm not mad at this that. This is how it starts. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah you guys. Start. Robbie, now you guys you're your together. mom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's Watch in the out, DNA. Getting a call. Yeah. 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 No, this but is happening. no, but you're. That's so true. Because when you're younger, like, and especially like. Uh, as a as a gal, it was always like, what kind of car does he drive? And like, where does he work? Mm -hmm. And what does he, yeah. you know, um, what kind yeah. of shoes did he, what kind of shoes did he wear was like a huge thing that girls yeah. in my group would talk about. Be like, so how did it go? Well, what kind of shoes was he wearing? And then it'd be like, when was this? What age? <laughs> like all through my 20s. And then we had to be like, wow, who gives a shit about his shoes? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Rory, did you know about the shoes? <laughs> no. And I wish I would have because uh, my wife and I have had so many issues and I didn't realize it's probably just the fact that I need new Nikes. You know, no, bro, do you have a shoes complex? <laughs> Rory, are we around the same age? You're a little I'm 40. I'm, I'm 41. 40. Okay. So we both have shoe complexes because growing up, like the the number one sign of status is if you got the Jordans when they came out. Anyway, yeah, exactly. Ruthie, back yeah. to you. But, uh, so I'm just validating yeah. that. And Ruthie's yeah, like, like, I had the Jordans. Yeah, I was yeah. like, if he, you didn't have, if you had Target version Jordans, then forget it. No. My dad <laughs> bought fake Jordans for me. And and it was and he, and he, and he, he, he took me to the mall as if we were going to buy real Jordans and then led me into this like it was like a floor shop it was called a kitty shoe store like a uh -huh. yeah. dress shoes oh, with yeah. like five athletic shoes in the back yeah. right. it was and a kiosk it wasn't even one of the established stores it was just a kiosk in the middle of the mall it was it, it was it was it was a place that no one should ever buy any shoes from. Right. But definitely not, not anything to play a sport in. My dad's like, oh, let's go check that out. Yeah. And then I cut to me showing up in fourth grade oh. with a fake pair of Jordans from a long distance. They look the exact same. Oh. Yeah. But yeah. and it, when you show up in the fourth grade with fake Jordans, it destroys oh. you. Yes. I'm gonna show you Ruthie, yeah. and then I'm gonna stop interrupting because no. if I do it one more time, it's called mansplaining. No, you, can, I'm gonna, you can interrupt all you mansplain want. Mansplain away. <laughs> hold yeah. on, hold on. It's dad's yeah, I'm the podcast. Yeah. That's what I want, dads do. I, I just want, <laughs> that's what we do, bro. It's true. It's bring it back are. to the basics. Yes. It's who we are. It's the only way I understand You're in the anything. man cave yeah. with yeah. Ruthie and Roar. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> We're getting back to toxic masculinity right where it started. We're trying uh, to keep it alive and well. We think people <laughs> like it. The media is telling you to These not like it. These libtards want to come take our power. We're not going to let it happen. <laughs> uh, I'm like, that's right, ladies. Listen to the men. They know everything. Our <laughs> She's like, in yeah. it, too. Yeah. Welcome. 
the 1950s. She speaks for all women. Yeah, she speaks for I all do. of them. Bend over, because this is masculinity. Yeah. Uh, hold on, and I'm going to close the loop on this story. It's going to be a visual review. I can't wait. You guys can describe I, what you're seeing because I'm won't excited. Have my this is exciting. Okay. Yes. Yes. Robbie is holding up Jordans. <laughs> These are the ones I had the fake versions of. Yeah, oh, those are good. The same one. And the triangle on mine fell off after like two months. <laughs> did your dad know they were fake Jordans? Was this intentional or did he just make a mistake as a dad yes. who maybe wasn't in the know? Let me tell you something. We were on the way to Champs. <laughs> I get to the right into 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 Kinney. K-I-N-N-E-Y. Yep. It was right there on the right. Yeah. He duped he me. <laughs> it, was a, it was a classic... Immigrant frugal shake and bake. I mean, the but guy, I he love fucking it. got me. Here's the thing. I respect shoes and I respect all that. But at the same time, now that I am a dad, the move was on brand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places. Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You have one child, correct? I have a daughter. She's about to turn four in a month yeah. and a half. Do you think about uh, the how you were raised with your parents and All the time. how you're raising yeah. your child? Like, yeah, do you ever... we did an episode of my show on that. The second episode in Japan is entirely kind of about different philosophies in parenting. And yeah, I think about it a lot. It's a it's a reason why. You know, I want to leave LA is because I want to emulate certain things from my childhood that I feel like would be difficult to do here. Yeah. Um, like I want a like, very neighborhoody neighborhood. Yeah. Right. Um, I want to live kind of and to be around, you know, people whose most interesting thing isn't their job. Right. Um, right. Ruthie would hate that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I also, you know, the one. Th no, I want to. I, I yeah. Twenty twenty something me would hate that. Now I'm like, no, yeah. I want to. I want to put an application in for this neighborhood. And oh yeah, yeah. I think it's something that, and and I think we've talked about this with other guests sometimes. Of like, we 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 have lost a sense of community. Just like technology's helped oh, yeah. us so much advance in so yeah. many things, but then has spread us out so much. And then also because I don't know, at least a lot of my friends like. We don't um, go to church or temple or have religion yeah. per se. And like religion mm -hmm. really, I think, rooted yes. a lot of people in their community. It was like found for you, you know? Yeah. 
totally agree. My wife and I talk about this all the time. I mean, so there's actually like, it's, it's one of the more kind of common things that's being written about right now. And it's also, it is very much linked to this mass migration from primary cities to secondary cities is people also not only just trying to reduce their overhead and finding more land, but also seeking community. And that comes from you're right. Religion isn't what it used to be. Right. Um, pretty much everyone I know that's my age was raised religious and is no longer particularly religious, but 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 yearns for the community Same. and yeah. the family, the family part of it without the dogma. And it's something that my wife and I like. We're talking about joining a religion mm-hmm. sometime in the next year or two, specifically for the purposes of having a community that gets yeah. together once a week, even if like, I just told her, I'm like, look, I don't believe any of this shit. I'm just, and I'm not going to, right. I yeah. was like, but I can, and pretend that's a great foundation to have before it's you get really into to it. go in, not believing <laughs> with a no and mentality. Change yep. me. <laughs> try to change me. <laughs> yeah. Try your best. Um, I feel like I just gave a kind of a small TED talk. Should we put that uh, up? Uh, you, and also, you did, like, and we're actually going to be selling that <laughs> yeah. for five dollars. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah this I was going to say that's the top line price for that. You yeah. just did our Patreon. <laughs> yeah. um, I think uh, I think uh, something that's so interesting, and let me know if I'm wrong, but it seems like having a child kind of sparked this perspective of you being like, because you're a, a good person. Is that you're like, oh, I have, to take, yeah. I have to take care of somebody. <laughs> I have to make sure someone's future has a solid foundation. And I think these are the, 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 the tent poles of providing a better future for somebody. Um, I mean, it's, it's a privilege, first of all, to even be able to think about this kind of shit. Right? I, uh, One million percent. Yeah. It, right, sure, but, it yeah. absolutely is, yes. I can tell you that my whole life, the only thing I've dreamt about consistently is being a dad. And I know it's fucking cheesy, but like I didn't dream about being a, a husband even. I, but I've always been excited about the idea of fatherhood. And, you know, whether I projected that into this experience or not, I am obsessed with it. And I yeah. want to be really good at it, but also I like love it. And yes. I think I like visualize how much fun this, like I want this to be as fun as possible because this is for all purposes, replaced the life I had before I had a family. Yeah. Can so I all that fun's e- gone. Can I give you an extreme compliment now? Sure, this but is going to be the biggest one. Ask you. Yeah, yeah, yeah go <laughs> it's going to be a big one. Yeah. Um, in you, and you're going to get to the point where you're like, I fucking, I don't want anyone to compliment me ever again. No, you're going to um, tell me I'm a great interrupter. You are the best interrupter. I think. Uh, Welcome to mansplaining. Uh, when, when you say it is a, <laughs> bring it and in this back home. Yeah, <laughs> this is all tied in with religion and all those things too. But I do want to say when you say that it is a uh, a privilege, I want I do I do agree, but I also think that. You did so, you you did something good with your your opportunity as opposed to fucking people over or being negative. <laughs> well, not which, yet. Which, which we not, see uh, a lot. Yeah. Of, you know? Well, I'm just not there yet. I can't wait to be in that position. <laughs> it's uh, gonna yeah. be so fun. I, oh, <laughs> that's my goal too. Yeah, I when your mom wait, and dad man. are just now awful people who are celebrity, full celebrities. That have I mean, the day drivers died, canceled. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. gonna get canceled, and I can't wait. It's your dad's be... got frosted tips. Yeah. It makes no sense. It's also like outdated. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> he has a wall of Jordans. Yeah. yeah. Fake Jordans and frosted tips. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, I think it was, uh, it was, I think it was becoming a father coupled with turning 40 and kind of having an existential moment of, yes. oh, like I've, I think I've spent so much time in my life trying to achieve something that's in the future. 
and time is passing me by. I don't even necessarily remember what the last five years were, even though it looked amazing on paper. Yeah. And yeah. I, I made a very conscious decision to figure out a way to make each day better while yes. I can, as long as I'm in that privilege. I mean, what was it for you, Rory? Like, what, what did it do? How many kids do you have? I have just one. Uh, she's five. It's a great age, man. We're having a blast. And I will mm -hmm. say one parenting advice somebody gave to me. It wasn't even advice, but I, I was playing golf with a guy. He had asked me about my daughter. His daughter, he was an older guy. His daughter was 20-something. And he just, out of the blue, I, nothing provoked this, but he said, you know, a lot of people regret as that their kids age, they say time flies and they wish their kid was this age or that age. He goes, but realistically, they're a different person every week that it's, you kind of forget who you're missing and you just keep loving every single mm -hmm. week of it and every single age of it. And that really, it's funny that he said it because I was in regret that I wasn't aware enough when my daughter was two. And I'm like, I wish I could go back and do it over again. And, and now that I'm aware of how fast time is going to move, mm -hmm. I wish I could go back and do it again and do these things. But then him saying that, I was yeah. like, well, I've got, I still have this same person in front of me today. And when she's, you know, 30, I imagine, I, I just picture in my head, it probably still feels the same. I mean, maybe your parents even feel that with you. They're like, it doesn't matter that our son is 41. We just always see this five-year-old boy that we are guiding in this world. And the only thing that's that's happened that's better is that, you know, now we don't have to pay for him. He can go do his own thing and make his own money. We don't have to deal with it. I think I'm going to always be in awe of my daughter. And I'm always going to be super excited about wherever she's at yeah. in her life. And by the way, I, you know, Talk about incredible empathy for my parents becoming a father and realizing, oh shit, I'm your baby. Yeah, oh, that's like, gotta be. I, I get, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was really actually, eye opening. That's an existential moment. Wow. Right oh, there. that was, so that was, I, that was, I talked about that in therapy. Yeah. And yeah. that's what led to the first episode of Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, really? Okay. Was I started, yeah, I started like, yeah. I started talking, like, I was just like thinking a lot about, oh, like, like it's it's become pretty standard that we see our parents once or twice a year, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Unless you live in LA. Yeah, no, you, I right? see. Yeah. I saw her three <laughs> times last week. Unless you're fucking uh, Ruthie. I, That's awesome. Uh, yeah. I'm, That's how it should be, I think. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you're full. Yeah, yeah you're, you're maxed out. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> it's, 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 if, grass is if she's listening, which she will be, that Robbie doesn't know what he's talking about, mom. Get real. Is, is she, is, is what, what's mom's name? Pat. <laughs> Yeah. Is Pat listening to every episode right now? She's so proud of you. Pretty much, but she's, you know, like <laughs> some topics are a little too dicey for her. So, yeah. Oh, classic you know. Pat. Yeah. Classic well, you Pat. know, these kids. CP. Um, yeah. Is your mom just like so excited for you? Yeah. She's beyond. My mom. So, this is, is a moment. Yeah. Right here. No, this has been I, really fun. Yeah. Thank you. Rory you're so Stovall. natural and great <laughs> at it. I listened to like the first 40 minutes of the David Cross episode, which is oh, amazing. Thank you. By the way, anyone who's still listening to this, I really recommend you stop listening. And <laughs> now, He's complimenting um, us. Yeah, it works. It works. <laughs> See, ladies, mansplaining works out for you. Right? You can reverse them. Let them be uh, in charge of everything. <laughs> <laughs> Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. 
Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Robbie, when you said, and I know Rory, it yes, feels similar. Yes, cross trainers. But, I wore cross yeah. trainers. Who cares? <laughs> I'm judging you both. When you <laughs> said, like, you always dreamed of being a father, like, that's so rare for me to hear. Because I especially grew up in Los Angeles. And I don't know. I don't want to keep saying, I love Los Angeles. And I don't think Los Angeles is is the big. Earmuffs, Pat. This could get ugly. Yeah. <laughs> Pat, Pat, go to the oh, other room. Be like, oh, don't he even me skip out. It this. Was really, he remembered my name. She'd be like, <laughs> I think Robbie's really cute too. Would it be weird um, if I added him on Facebook? Yeah, that would be weird. She's like, I'm it? now friends with his parents. Um, <laughs> his mom and By I. By the way, Pat, not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it is a wonderland. Add dad on Facebook. <laughs> if you want to know what Do I'm not doing every with a good minutes. time, yeah. <laughs> if you want to be reminded of my IMDb credits eight times a day, oh, yeah. they will get along down. fabulously. Uh, <laughs> my mother is exactly the same way. So what I'm saying is like, it's so rare to hear men say, and you know, as when women are dating all the time, like they, women want to primarily, not all, uh, you know, have kids and are looking for a partner who wants to have kids. And I guess now I'm older too. So now I'm 39. And so now every time like, you know, but there's no more like flirting or making eyes with people. But like there was a guy that ran by and I was getting out of the car and he kind of looked at me and I looked at him and was like, oh, I still got it. And then I was like, but wait, I'm 39. So I'd be like, are you interested in having children? Like, yeah, yeah you're more would aggressive you like to go for about, coffee? Hey, like, would you like what's to, your name, yeah. sir? Would you like to get serious real fast? Like, and so, but so it, it, it's rare to hear like dudes talk about wanting to be a father. So like, where does that come from? Was it because of your dad or like? That's an interesting question. I, I'd actually be interested in Rory's answer because I sound. I feel like you said you're not close to your family. I think for, in my case, it's probably somewhat obvious because yeah. my family's super <laughs> tight. You know, it's like, televised. It's televised. It's out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I am close to my family. I I, I don't mind. have that closeness. That what are their names? Can you? we call them out? I don't. <laughs> I don't know their names. Don't know their names. <laughs> <laughs> Physically, I'm obviously very distant from them. And and I think I wouldn't say that I'm not close with them. I think that I've, as we all age and we grow and we change, I feel like not that my siblings, I'm one of seven kids. So not that we all haven't changed wow. as we've grown up, but there is an age gap between a lot of my siblings, which I, I don't think has been a problem, but it is something when it comes to relating as to what you're going through in life. My youngest brother is 21. We're obviously at very different phases Jeez, of, awesome. of our yeah. lives. And um, I don't know that I dreamed of being a dad. I think I always wanted to be a dad because I think, as you can probably relate to, being in the Southeast, family is such a thing. Like so many people are just in families. You see people that, you know, you're, you're heavily influenced at a very young age to get married, to buy a house, to have mm -hmm. your job and to start a family. And yeah. that, that I, I think I... I kind of always just thought I'd fall into that and I would do those things. But I I, I don't think there was a part of me that... I, I think I got to a very take it or leave it space in my life. My wife and I were like, hey, let's try to have kids. And if we can't or it's just not happening, then we just aren't going to have kids or we adopt or, you know, but let's just see. We never were like so gung-ho or so so against it. We were just like, let's just see what the universe has decided. And if we end up with a kid, we end up uh, with a kid, however, 
whatever means that ends up happening through adoption. Well, hold up. Or, you guys didn't have like a an intention to have kids. You're just like, let's just, if we, <laughs> we have love sex, sex. And we love sex. And we're like, this is going to lead to something. <laughs> I do not understand the casual approach to one of the most life changing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, if it just happens that we have we're, kids, then sure. But if it we're doesn't laid happen, back, we're very take it or leave it. We're like, you know, I what? would argue that's negligent. <laughs> Well, we haven't talked to her since birth, so we don't even. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and 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 has it been kind of what you expected? Uh, not not in the slightest. I never thought it was. You know, the first. I, I don't know if you guys have ever done mushrooms, but yes, <laughs> if, you do, love them. if you do mushrooms, yeah, your brain suddenly wakes up and you go, "Oh, I didn't know that I could perceive." my existence in this way. And I think that's what having a yeah, kid does. Yeah, that's the premise makes of that drugs, same. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But it, it, you know, when you, you have a kid, it does the exact same thing. It opens that, that eye in your mind, that third eye of like, oh shit, I never, even at, I, I've told so many people the, the beauty of becoming a father and becoming a parent isn't these huge things. It's actually so beautiful because it simplifies everything and your entire existence to realizing you are merely just a, a link in this ongoing chain of existence. And that's what's beautiful about it. The fact that it isn't complex. It's actually beautiful that right. it's so simple that you are just a person who has passed on the ability to experience reality to another person. And then the 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 work of it, which you should enjoy, is that you get to inform that person of what reality is and you get to potentially put a better person out into the world than what you were. I mean we 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 allude to it in our in our parenting episode, which is really like the only real thing that matters in parenting, if you can only pick one thing, is just m modeling. Yeah. It's yeah. like they pick up mostly who their parents are and they become versions of that person, yeah. I think. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious, Um, both of your parents are Indian, but then now your mm -hmm. daughter's half. So how important will tradition be? Like, would you... You know, it's so funny. That's something that I think about a lot kind of more recently, mm -hmm. like really recently, mm -hmm. like in the last few weeks. Oh, wow. Because yeah. she's going to turn four mm -hmm. in November and she's all of a sudden, and Roy, you can relate to this. It's like, whoa, things are moving really fast all of a sudden. And you realize, I'm like, wait, did I miss the window? Is yeah. it too late to learn yeah. soccer? Yeah. Fuck, I thought we were going to do the piano. What happened yeah. to the piano? Right. What, I, just bought, I just bought a tennis racket and I'm like, am I two years behind? Will she never play in Wimbledon? <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, I've just never, you know, obviously my parents are really passionate about her. You know, and my sister, they all believe like, oh, you got to teach your Indian things. And I'm like, I would say I'm very Indian. Like I'm really into the culture. I speak the way. I mean, that's what my documentary is about. Yeah. Right. Um, but I've never felt the need to make it like a, a thing that I need to teach to my kid. Because for me, I think it's like whatever we are is what will be. Right. But that said, there are certain parts of Indian culture that... I realize aren't there as much as they used to be in my life, specifically because I married someone who's not Indian. Mm -hmm. And I am too lazy <laughs> to imbue those things into our life. And obviously, my wife's not going to do it. She doesn't even know right. what to... Yeah. And, and I realize that I do miss some certain elements of it. And 
I think that the answer to your question is probably in front of me. I don't know it yet, but I have a feeling that I'm going to be seeking out pieces of it um, in the same way that we're going to be seeking out religion. I mean, you know, in, I would say I'm very much trying to write a business plan for our family. My wife and I yeah. both, we literally did it during one of our biggest fights ever two and a half years ago. We wrote down, wrote like a mission statement, wrote down like what we want our lives, like an actual business plan. It was all like, and ultimately when you look at it, it's like, oh, what we just created here is like, what's our culture? Yeah. What is yeah. our definition of culture for yeah. us? Nexium. You guys are getting Nexium yeah. started up. That's and really cool. And we had cool. to exchange collateral. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, well, I want to say thank you for for coming on the show and and chatting. I know. With I us. Will, I could keep talking to you. I guys. could talk to you guys forever. Um, it's so nice to meet you guys. Congrats again on the show. I think it's Same. fucking awesome. Oh, I think you guys you. are so. Thank Easy you. on the ears. Rory, I've been hearing about you forever through Friends in Common. It's it's a pleasure to meet you. And thanks yeah, for being thank here. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah. It's fun. I'm going to grow because of Robbie. I think I'm so. I'm going to grow as a person. I, I fucking love that conversation. Easy to talk to. Easy guy. Priorities in the right place. That's mm-hmm. the kind of dad you want. You want that being passed on to future Absolutely. generations of kids who will probably, you know, the kids are going to be taking care of us one day. I know. We need, we need, I better, <laughs> if it I better is, you are, hey, teach your I kids to be good some. because I'm going to be, you know, in a nursing home and I'm going to look at a very young person and be like, I hope your parents <laughs> were good. And they're like, yeah, I, am. I took a job yeah. where I care about people. Like, okay, yeah. good. Okay. I'm terrified. I don't know why my accent will change as I age. But I don't know, but it We will. don't know who we become. Yeah, you know? life is long. It evolves, you know? You it is. Know. That's true. That's exactly right. Uh, if you want to keep up with Ravi, you can follow him on Instagram at showmetheravi. And if you have HBO Max, Robbie's docuseries, The Pursuit of Happiness, is out now. And if you haven't already checked out his documentary, Meet the Patels, it's on HBO Max, too. And I cannot recommend both of those enough. They are really fantastic. Yeah. That's our show. We'll be back next week with a new episode and new guest. Dads, the podcast is produced by Jen Samples, Nick Liao, and me, Ruthie Wyatt. Our executive producers are Joanna Solotaroff, Adam Sachs, and Jeff Ross. Engineering by Will Becton and Anya Jeshik. Our theme song is by Strange Hotels with additional music by John Danik. Special thanks to Sean Doherty. And as always, you guys can keep up with all things dads by following us on Instagram. It's at Team Coco Podcasts. And if you love the show, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. We will be so grateful. Spread the word, leave a review, rate, review, subscribe, all those things. Tell your friends, tell your family. Force this show upon them, and we will be forever grateful. I promise we will read your review, not on air, but we will read it just before we close our eyes at night, and we will treasure it, and it will create such special dreams for Ruthie and I as we fall asleep, and those special dreams will live inside our hearts forever. Name another show that's telling you that level of depth of a good review. None of them. And that's why we won Best Please Leave a Review podcast in 2020 at the Podcast Awards. Thank you, guys, and we will see you next week. This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. 
We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.